This is Story Quest. Brand new stories you'll want to hear again and again. The Miserable Minstrel. If you were a very rich king or queen with loads of money back in the olden days, you might well have had a minstrel. These weren't, in fact, sweets, but they were a person who would sing and dance and entertain you whenever you needed entertaining. Minstrels had to really know their stuff because their rich employer might ask for almost anything. Play me the maiden's lament, they might yell, and the minstrel would have to pick out the mournful tune in question with a quavering lyric all about a lady who, by any account, had a run of bad luck. Or it might be, sing me that one about the funny donkey, and instantly the minstrel would have to rack his or her brains for the song. After all, there are actually quite a lot of songs all about donkeys, a few of which are funny, but of course, a professional minstrel would know in a second that the one the king wanted was Wonky the Donkey, which had been popular in the taverns the previous year. So you can see it was quite a job, and on top of all this, minstrels had to be polite and charming all the time and smile and bow and make it look like having to play the donkey song for the 15th time wasn't a problem at all, and they were totally loving it, even if, well, you guessed it, they were actually bored stiff. Now, the minstrel in our story found himself in this very predicament. His employer, Duke Dusselforth, was a minor royal in a province nowhere interesting, and the duke was as boring as the flat brown fields that lay all around the castle. He demanded to hear the most dirge-like dull songs and music, and what's worse, he wanted to hear them over and over and over and over and over and over again, and then just one more time before an encore. Marvin, the minstrel, understood that when you heard a tune you liked, it was common to want to hear it a lot, but this was really beginning to grate on him. After all, most people wanted to pull their ears off after just one round of the chants of the monks of Grimstone, let alone after 56 renditions. As a consequence, the minstrel was miserable and would snap and grumble at the other members of the court. They began to get quite annoyed about this. After all, they had to listen to it too, and you didn't see them moaning about it. The only person who appeared to enjoy the song, other than the Duke, was the attendant to the King's Toilet, who, let's be honest, had a pretty horrible job, so anything to take his mind off cleaning toilets and wiping, hmm, was welcome. That minstrel doesn't know how lucky he is! He's paid more gold than the lot of us put together! Yes, and he's right there at the top table at all the banquets in case the Duke ever wants to hear his right old chance at any point. Always the best food on his plate, I'll tell you. The minstrel had just stomped into the room and looked at them all suspiciously. They whistled and tried to look nonchalant, but he peered at them through narrowed eyes. I know you're talking about me. Well, none of you know how miserable it is to be me. Leave me alone. And off he stomped. 
One of the pages watched him go, and unlike the others, who were giggling a bit at his long face, they decided to follow him, and grabbing a bottle of mead from the table, set off in pursuit, and he tapped the door of the minstrel's quarters. Oh, go away! Marvin shouted. The page heard a small twang as if he was tuning a lute. Oh, come on, Marv! I've bought you some mead to cheer you up! There was a pause. And then another shout came. Oh, go on then! The page pushed open the door and saw Marvin slumped upon his bed. He was flicking the string on one of his instruments in a bored way, but the page was more amazed at something else. The walls of his quarters were jammed floor to ceiling with instruments in every shape and size. Yilu accordions, gloqua trumpets, a vops organ, and was that a fjerk horn? Oof, they were seriously rare. "'Wow!' exclaimed the page. "'I had no idea you had so many beautiful instruments.' "'Well, you don't need a Vops organ to play the chants of the monks of Grimstone again, do you? "'I only ever get to play the honk bassoon for the Duke, "'and it's my least favourite instrument of them all. "'Do you know even the person who invented the honk bassoon "'hated his creation so much he destroyed the instructions of how to make them "'and sought out every one he could and smashed them with his hammer?' "'Well, apart from that one,' observed the page." Well, he missed a few. Worse luck for us. It's the reason I was hired. The Duke particularly likes the Onk bassoon, as you probably know. But anyway, said the page, who found talking about the Honk bassoon almost as boring as hearing it. Why don't you play the others? You know, just for fun. It might cheer you up. Marvin huffed and his shoulders slumped again. Oh, I don't know. I'm just too miserable. Well, why don't you teach me? All the others. After all, I think we'd all like a go at strumming on a thick horn. You only hear about them in the madrigals. You seriously want me to teach you? Said Marvin, suddenly curious at this new idea. Oh, absolutely, yes! Said the page excitedly. He could hardly believe his luck. He loved music. But he never once thought he'd get the chance to play himself. So that's what happened. Marvin began to take time each evening to teach the page fair corn, and the page, eager to learn, began to be able to play some beautiful, tuneful melodies that swum around the servants' quarters. Marvin found that helping someone else, instead of just being in a colossal sulk all the time, actually made him feel better. Who knew? He began to feel so much better that he decided to teach any of the servants who wanted to learn. And in time, music would ring joyously throughout the lower castle with Marvin's harmonies on the Vops organ ringing and singing over them all. And as for the Duke, he remained stuck on the boring chanty song. And so Marvin had to put up with honking on the honk bassoon for a while until one day he came upon a revelation. I'm going to leave my job. Why? What will you do? Asked the page. I've had so much fun teaching you lot that I will become a travelling musician teaching people to play like you. But what will we do without you and your instruments? Well, you don't need me anymore. You've learned so much. And I have enough to leave you a small collection so you can keep enjoying playing together. 
What a generous offer. The page was sorry to hear that Marvin would go, but was happy that his friend was looking forward, excited about new adventures to come. So that's what happened. Marvin left for pastures new and was never miserable again. It was hard to be miserable when every day was filled with music. So that's nearly the end of the story. But you might well wonder what happened about the Duke left without his minstrel. Well, as luck would have it, a few weeks earlier, a particular servant had come to ask for music lessons. It was the attendant to the king's toilet, who had nervously asked if he might be able to learn the honk bassoon, so that maybe, just maybe, one day, he too could play that delightful tune, Chance of the Monks of Grimstone. I wonder if you've heard of it. Marvin had gritted his teeth, but you see, the idea was already forming in his mind about leaving, and, well, this seemed to be the perfect solution. He took the much-hated instrument down from its peg and began to show the attendant to the king's toilet where to put his fingers and which bit to blow into. And when it was time for him to go, he made a gift of the infernal instrument to the attendant and recommended to the duke that he knew just the person to be the new minstrel. The attendant was delighted. After all, it was better than cleaning toilets all day, but then most things are, even perhaps, the honk bassoon. Thanks for coming on a story quest with us. If you like that story, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so you never miss an episode. 